Good morning. After a rash of homes getting hit by stray bullets, supervisors asked for some recommendations on what to do about it. They've got those recommendations, and for now, it looks like they won't be doing any of them. For Wednesday, February 27th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Did you know that Loudoun County has some of the lowest charitable giving rates in Virginia? It's true. I'm Amy Owen, president of the Community Foundation, inviting you to take a few minutes to learn more at facesofloudoun.org. Not only do we share the data, but dozens of stories that portray our neighbors in need here at home, citizens who are leaders in philanthropy and volunteers who make a difference every day. Help make Loudoun County one of the most charitable in Virginia. Visit facesofloudon.org, a program of the Community Foundation for Loudon and Northern Fauquier Counties. We connect donors who care with causes that matter. Today's Morning Minute is brought to you by the Community Foundation for Loudon and Northern Fauquier Counties. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Monday night, the Board of Supervisors Transportation and Land Use Committee voted to pursue only one in a package of new gun safety regulations. This comes after a series of incidents of homes being struck by stray bullets from private shooting ranges. In none of those cases was the sheriff's office or the Commonwealth's attorney able to get a conviction, which some supervisors say points to a problem with enforcing the regulations Loudon has today. Supervisors commissioned a working group with representation from law enforcement, the Office of the County Attorney, the Commonwealth's Attorney, the Virginia Department of Game and Inland Fisheries, and local hunt clubs. That group proposed only minor tweaks to the law and found some holes in the county's laws, such as language prohibiting firing a gun within 100 yards of a building with a current occupancy permit unless the owner gives permission. Many of Loudon's structures predate good occupancy permit records keeping or even occupancy permits altogether, and that group recommended adding, quote, or a structure intended for occupancy. Supervisors got that report during one of their longest and most chaotic meetings of their term, which saw some members uh, opposed to more regulations and loud and hurl personal insults at supervisors on the other side of the debate. Ultimately, they sent the question to the Transportation and Land Use Committee. They asked county staff for options to expand the area of the county where shooting is prohibited, to include the entire suburban policy area, which is largely covered by other shooting restrictions already, increase the prohibited distance from primary and secondary roads for firing guns from 50 to 100 yards, which would match all other Virginia jurisdictions in the region, and study the possibility of requiring berms or shooting downhill for target shooting. But after another lengthy debate in committee, supervisors will move on only one of those proposals, exploring the possibility of requiring berms for target shooting, a proposal that did not come out of the working group. Supervisor Ron Meyer proposed studying that requirement, but questioned whether it would be prohibitively expensive for landowners. Uh, the Second Amendment is one of many rights that we have. We also have the right to protection of property. We also have the protection of our own lives. And so we don't have an unrestricted right to bear arms if it infringes on other people's rights to life and property. The committee voted four to nothing to one, with Chair Phyllis Randall abstaining to hear a report on that idea at a future date. Those other proposals were brought up and all failed in committee three to two, with Randall and Supervisor Kristen Umstadt in support, and Supervisors Meyer, Gary Higgins, and Suzanne Volpe opposed. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, two credit card skimmers have been found on gas pumps at the Exxon station at Flagstaff Plaza in Ashburn. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office has advised people who filled up there recently to watch their credit card accounts. 
The two devices were discovered late Sunday afternoon on pumps number 3 and number 16. It's unclear when they were installed. Detectives with the agency's Financial Crimes Unit are working to identify the perpetrators. U.S. Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos visited the Academies of Loudoun yesterday as part of Career and Technical Education Month. Career and Technical Education Month is a public awareness campaign led by the Association for Career and Technical Education. The, sec- the Secretary's visit started with a brief overview of the school by Principal Tanel Pretty, followed by a roundtable discussion and a visit to three classrooms to talk with students. Pretty mentioned that the Academies of Loudoun is the largest school the county has ever built and that it has a placement coordinator to help students find internships and careers. Getting into the academies is a competitive process, and the school focuses on science, technology, engineering, and math. DeVos also visited the school's makerspace, greenhouse, and radiology technology classroom. DeVos told the radiology students she'd had a recent encounter with their profession when she had to ha- uh, have an x-ray after a bicycle accident. Pretty said the Academy's two-year radiology program pathway is the only one in Virginia. The Academies of Loudoun houses the county's three specialty STEM programs under one roof, the Academy of Science, the Academy of Engineering and Technology, and the Monroe Advanced Technical Academy. It opened last August. And supervisors are a month away from voting on a 158-acre, 3,700-home development that would stretch most of the length of the Dulles Greenway between the Ashburn and Loudoun Gateway metro stations. The Silver District West proposal, as it's known, is backed by the same developer that's behind Brambleton. It would cut in half the commercial square footage already approved in the area to just under a million square feet, and it would allow almost six times as many homes as the existing approval, including 381 townhouses and 3,325 multifamily units, such as apartments and two over twos. It also comes with an eight-acre site to make room for the county to build an elementary school and another 23 acres for a Broad Run Trail public park. The developer would build more than $100 million worth of road improvements, including widening Loudoun County Parkway to six lanes between Shellhorn Drive and Ryan Road, work on five intersections on Loudoun County Parkway, building Barrister Street between the Dulles Greenway and Shellhorn Road, and extending Shellhorn Road from Barrister Street to the Dulles Airport property. But a consultant study shows even with all those improvements, by 2040, many intersections in that area are expected to see huge traffic problems, particularly along Loudoun County Parkway, which runs through the site. That study predicts five intersections would be below county standards. Two of them, at Westwind Drive and the Dulles Greenway with Loudoun County Parkway, would get the Virginia Department of Transportation's lowest rating, F, which is characterized by stop-and-go waves of traffic, long travel times, and more accidents. After years of government meetings, county staff members and some supervisors say the development plan isn't quite ready for a vote. In particular, they're concerned that the proffer agreement that would commit the developer to all those road improvements is unenforceable and vague. Vice Chairman Ralph Bona also voiced a concern that the developer has not committed to building small apartments. Larger units, like three-bedroom apartments, he worried, in which one could raise a family, would blow out the county's analyses and pack even more kids into the school system. Despite these concerns, Chair Phyllis Randall encouraged other supervisors to start selling their constituents on the idea now. She said it's time to start messaging the project and the road improvements that it brings. Supervisor Ron Meyer said, when we agreed to bring Metro here, this is the type of development we signed up for. Supervisors are expected to vote on the project March 21st. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. 
On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar, Trungos and Leesburg Vintner will host master sommelier Fran Casella for a wine dinner. She's been in the wine business for 39 years and is one of the very few to earn the elite designation of master sommelier from the British Court of Master Sommeliers. It'll be at Trungos and Leesburg at 7 p.m. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, build a road and name it Morning Minute Drive to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day. Bye.